Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits coming at you from the Recycle Garage in relatively sunny Santa Cruz. We've got a full house tonight. Uh, Don't we? Yes, we do. Uh, tonight in the garage we have Zach. I exist. Uh, Bagel. Hello, this is Saul Rosenberg. <laughs> <laughs> my shoes and my Hi. glasses. <laughs> Liza. Let's see. Wiggity wiggity whack. And this is your uh, Jack. This is your presenter for this brief time. Knock, uh, park in the cat and have it yet. Uh, Megan, kind of hard to do with all hey the there. snow these days. Dion, how's it going? Cat, Doug, interior crocodile alligator. <laughs> I drive a Chevrolet movie theater. <laughs> John, hello. Jim, eighty-eight with a trunk of funk. All right. Charlie, we got Swifty last night. All right, hey, Charlie, you've been working. We got uh, in the background here. We got Bill. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Just you. And Isabella. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Thank you, Not. You're welcome. Big house today. That's because the rain stopped briefly. Yes. There yes. were motorcycles out today. I saw them, man. A whole there were a there lot were of a motorcycles lot. out today. So many came today. But who would like to talk about what we did yesterday? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does. Everyone Did we wants go to, to breakfast? Did we go to breakfast? Let's see. No, uh, today. A show of hands. Who was here last night for the ride? Or say here. Oh, yeah, because yeah. that works so yeah. well on I was uh, here. radio. Here. That's a whole lot of hands just went up. Maybe about eight or nine. Everybody. Here. Doug, you want to take this knock, one? Knock, knock. Yeah. Hey, shut up, man. Knock, so, <laughs> we pick what we think is going to be the coldest day of, uh, or coldest Saturday of, of January uh, as the Vampires MC does their annual naked ride here in Santa Cruz. So we gather a bunch of stupid people and <laughs> otherwise known as motorcyclists. <laughs> we make them strip down and we take them uh, around for about a half hour ride. This was actually like a 40 minute, 40 minute ride because Adrian led. Those crazy <laughs> Californians. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we start at the garage and then we end up at uh, uh, like a community hot tub kind of place where you just strip down again and uh, go enjoy a hot tub and warm up. Yeah, hot tub, cold Whoa. tub, smaller hot tub. Yeah, I mean, but the, the sauna was broken the sauna this year. Was busted. Oh, yeah, no, I was sad. So we we probably had about twenty plus bikes and yeah, right. maybe a little bit more riders because a few of us were doubled up. Riders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was actually one of the bigger turnouts, and uh, I'm really excited about that because that's. I just heard there was free food. I didn't know anything about a naked ride. Next thing I know, we <laughs> lured you in with free food. Where we go? Did did we know the people that were like walking through the parking lot as we were all naked last night? Did the we know those people? Recording? No, nah, the people that had so. like the f- carry-out bag of food. Oh no, they just stopped. And <laughs> they watched just stopped us. and watched us. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was my question. Yeah, oh, the person uh, who was at the head of the driveway taking video, and I'm like, uh, yeah. paparazzi. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say that's quite a people stew in the uh, in the hot tub there. Actually, yeah, yeah. It, was, yeah. it was fine. Yeah, and so, I, I would also like to say, I think was this the first year. Everyone's clothes made it to the end. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, first time in a long time. And it yes. was so nice. They were in alphabetical order when we got there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Awesome and so I go, I go look for my bag, and I'm like, uh, B's, C, D's. It goes to or uh, B's, uh, C's, and then it skips like four or five letters. Goes to J's. <laughs> like, where the fuck is my bag? <laughs> Looking around for a couple minutes, and Cat's got it. Like, trying to find me. <laughs> Out of the parking lot, like, like this is cannot happen again. 
Yeah, that's one of the things is you show up naked, but you have to put your clothes on to walk in the door to then take your clothes off. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so big thanks to Stumpy for helping out with yes, that. Sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. He showed up with his truck and transported the goods. and He's part of the community. I yeah. checked extra good to make sure we got all the bags. Yeah. Though it was tempting. So, yeah, riding, when we ride, all, all we do is we, we wear gloves, boots, and, and a helmet, and um, it, it was really freaking cold. Yeah. Well, it was just it was, because we... Oh, go ahead. This is the first year I've shivered. This is like my fifth or sixth ride, I think, and this is the first year I've actually shivered. Well, That's going 55 on the freeway will do that to you. <laughs> I was doing... 55? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. No. I don't have a Speedo, so... Yeah, there, just, was, there was about 10 seconds of freeway. So that, we can say we've done it. We can say one? we did it. You got one? We one, went from River to... Street to Ocean Street. Oh, yep. hey, just okay. that short little jump. Yeah, that little yep. jump across. Yeah. That yeah. short little jump caused teeth chattering. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was in like, my I was, moment, like, Ugh. Kat was riding behind me on, on the on the Ninja, and I, I kept trying to pull her close to me, and every time I did, <laughs> she touched my skin, and it made me colder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty skilled at being a nice kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I say, uh, the... The car participation was a lot better this year. Yeah. I mean, the crowds are always good. Um, yeah. You always get a couple of people, you know, doing paparazzi, filming, um, photos. I did see uh, one person, like, cover their kid's eyes. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's so. that's, that's, fine. that's we, like, we went, token. Yeah. Yeah. We went next to an, a car, and this old lady was in the back, and uh, she was covering her eyes and, like, pointing her head down. <laughs> she, she was just sitting there, Parked like, at a stoplight for, like, three minutes. Stop. Oh, yeah. And she's just the <laughs> entire time. We did seem to hit, like, the longest stoplights yeah, in Santa Cruz County, though. I think we hit all of them last Pretty night. Pretty much like, all was, of them, yeah. It was definitely the red light tour. Oh, yeah. And, and I heard you went through downtown more than once. <laughs> we did like no. three passes. So we did yeah. three passes. We went, we went up Pacific and then until you couldn't go anymore and then went down Pacific over to Cedar. Yeah. Yeah. We usually do like a down one way, there's a right hand turn, it forces yeah. you to go right, and then we loop around and go come the other way until it forces you to go right again. Yeah. So. Yeah, the people at the movie theater got a double pass, and they were excited about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were definitely the most enthusiastic bunch. They love that. <laughs> did the uh, Twitter sphere blow up about some naked people? Oh, yeah. Adrian's, Adrian's got some good ones. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Just drove a butt-naked motorcycle gang in this... Uh, drove by a butt-naked motorcycle gang in the streets of Santa Cruz. Hashtag gang. casual. Gang. <laughs> 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 yeah, I lo- from R.A.P. Daddy. Uh, I love Santa Cruz. Sometimes I just saw a naked motorcycle club riding down Pacific. <laughs> Only in Santa Cruz are the random bike gangs of twenty to thirty people riding Main Street, but naked. <laughs> I love how it's a gang. I know. Like, like, like no, where do you guys gang. keep like, your weapons? Like we're <laughs> you don't want to know. Yeah, yeah. there's no patches. There's no naked. yeah. yeah. Um, so and there's a, apparently a couple on Instagram and wouldn't surprise me if there's more YouTube. If you mm-hmm. do YouTube Naked Ride Santa Cruz, you'll get like 2007, 2014, 2012, a couple of the years. Yeah. Jake did the wave again this year. She did. She did. Waving <laughs> to people. She did that last year. Well, hopefully <laughs> just one-handed. I looked cause... over at him and I was like, again? Who did really? What? <laughs> I saw people I knew and I probably turned and looked the other way. <laughs> Let me just give some props to James, the only blocker yeah. on the entire oh, yeah. ride. He kicked Ass. He was yeah. ass. He did. He was really on. Really, it. the only guy blocking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. the only guy blocking. Where's everybody else? He was job. all over the place. Oh man, was yeah. he on, on his R one too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. So. Nice. Overall, great ride. Yep. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Um, today there was a stuff getting done. There were a lot of yeah. Things. I showed up. Mm-hmm. Kat and I showed up late, and there was all kinds of people. And last week yeah. there was not no, many people. No, no, it looked no, like no. a yeah. summer day here. Which it was is raining last week, but. Um, 
it rained yesterday morning we thought it'd be so it was nice and wet and humid for the naked ride but it stopped raining didn't rain today so it was good so we did some more calendar photo shoots mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there might have been some more nakedness <laughs> <laughs> just saying there may or may not be a month <laughs> nakedness is in <laughs> scantily clad motorcyclists I don't know people going with the spirit of the naked ride <laughs> you, know, you know it's a good anyway, day then. when I got like a bunch of my bikes just decided to start today oh that's Ooh, a great that's day that's what's nice yeah. I know and what are, Wait, you, what are you doing Liza what are you planning for <gasps> oh you want me to just yeah uh-huh. just go ahead and say spill it, it. spill it I have started Project Up the Butt Bike. So I've decided to sell all of my project bikes. $500, $500. I'm selling six bikes for $500. And a Ninja Ninja 250 for two grand. And if I sell all those things, I'm buying myself uh, like an 08. Scooter. Yeah, Super Duke 990. I think this is this is the year. Dibs. But you're going to kill yourself. Right? Dibs. Nope, nope. Are you saying dibs on the corpse or dibs on the bike? Yes. <laughs> you know, that that's interesting because oh. I, I've, I found a post, or saw a post on Facebook of uh, what could be my up-the-butt bike this past week. What's that? Oh. A 1959 Vespa Augsburg GS150. Of course. Ooh. I was listening to that podcast the other day, <laughs> My Bagel. nipples just yeah. got hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, they didn't. Here. So I might be selling some stuff too. Liza, message me. Let me know when you're in the market to buy one because I have a friend that's in the market to sell one and she's done all of the things to it. She's an AFM racer. She's and I think she's selling it for a good price. Ooh. Okay. She's a good friend of mine. Potentially could be soon ish. Yeah, she's selling it soon ish, like within the month, next month. What color is it? I think it's the gray and black. I'm pretty sure it's the gray and black one. It's not Hollywood enough Leave for Eliza. Yeah. She Liza, wants to Liza. Black and, I want the black and white. The black and white. You can paint it. Paint it. Yeah. No, no, no. This one's had the suspension gone through. It's got all the things. All the things. All right, That's all I'm saying. Talk to you. So um, we had other things going on. John, you pulled out the old Virago again today. What'd you do today? Yes, I did. And we got that motherfucker back together. And it ran right before we started recording. Yeah. Like, yeah. very, very last minute, Liza's like, okay, you got to get your ass in here. You got to clean up something. And then, like, Mike's like, okay, just one more screw, one more screw. Start it. Ba boom. Yeah. Started, oh, man. Super happy moment. It Both sounds are firing. like a Thanks, 69 guys. VW bus. <laughs> it does like a sexy badass. <laughs> okay, so like are both cylinders firing now? That it sound like both the cylinders? It sounded, yeah, it sounded, it sounded like, it. like it. Mm-hmm. Cool. What did what'd you do again? It idles a little bit wonky, but when it's actually running, it sounds fine. Cool. What did you do again to it? Uh, well, we took out the carbs and then oh, and just recleaned the yeah, carbs. cleaned them. Yeah, they were they were pretty shitty. That's great. And then I also put on a new brake, yep. uh, master cylinder. Yep, so. got that hooked up. Yeah, so super happy, fun time. Cool. And then. Um, Andre showed up with his uh, seventy was seventy nine CV seven fifty yeah. Super Sport. Yeah. And before I know what's happening, he's got his forks out and are bringing them in. <laughs> and um, I'm like, oh, what's hey, what's going on? You're doing your forks today because oh, normally that's something that we plan ahead. It takes space and it takes somebody to help you, and that's kind of a big day project, not a just jump into it. Um, but. They got it done. So that oh, was yeah. good. Though I was concerned because when he um, took the first fork apart, the tube came out of the lower tube with, before he removed the clip. 
<laughs> oh, you mean shouldn't the, have the, yeah, the fork yeah. seal no, clip? They, fork the, seal. Yeah. Retaining they, clip? The clip that holds it in? They came the retaining they're clip. like, how do we get the seal out? And I was like, uh, well, usually I you use the tube as a slide hammer, but since the tube is now out of there, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what... Ha- yeah, something was wonky. Yeah, that, that was like 30-year-old whatever fork seals I, yeah, I think in there, it might have been missing know? the bushings. <laughs> Oh, really? Uh, yeah. No, well, they said when they put it all back together and cleaned everything out that everything stayed. Okay. So, I'm, I don't know. I'm concerned. But, hey. That was Andy and his girlfriend, though. That yes. Was, it was a group effort. Um, and what was the name of the chap on the KLR 650? Oh, gosh. That poor I guy. Know. I can't remember. Anyway, he James, came. I think. He came in. Uh, I'm not sure what he was set out to do. Does anyone? Something he wanted simple. To, he wanted to advance his timing in one of his exhaust cams like a, by a degree or something. So, so he took the top of his engine off, but apparently in the process he dropped one of the guide machines. The guide? It was the uh, locating <laughs> the dowel. Those down dowel, into yeah. the engine. Oh. Yeah, it was the, the dowel, which, right? Down. I, came, I was like, oh, checking in. Like, what's going on here? And he had a flashlight and the long mag- magnet. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully he, he got to the point where um, he, he did some research online and people were saying, well, if you can't do it, if you can't get it from the top end, take the left side cover off and, and you should be able to find that. So he had it unscrewed and kind of separate but I think it was getting dark out, and yeah, he's he kind of just said, you know, I'm going to put this back together for now, and I'll de- I'll tear into it next week. So he was getting frustrated, and then um, Robert showed up. He pushed his um, SV SV one thousand here. That um, it's not getting spark. It's not getting spark. Well, but it started with he said, so my bike's been sitting for like a month and it won't start. So I think, I think I need to clean the injectors. Hold no. on there. I don't. That doesn't sound right. Uh, sitting a month shouldn't be injectors, and so he brought. He pushed it over and um, started digging into it. And we started assessing if it was uh, gas, <clears throat> and I had him take all the uh, injectors out and check the fuel pump and make sure it pumped. And then they took the injectors out and turned the bike on so it. Squirt, squirted out of the injectors so we ruled that out you know what i just realized uh if you parked that thing outside it might be just water that settled to that bottom. was what was wrong with mine remember yeah. that well I mean, you came we your shop and i don't i don't remember smelling that strong no, smell of gas we know? then what? found out that there's no spark to right. the plug yeah that was the initial yeah. thing that <clears throat> i thought about but like he said he sprayed some uh starter fluid and it puffed up a couple times and like well i guess you got a spark but yeah so his bike remember is, water is, is heavier than gas so it yeah. turns the pool stuck the here mm-hmm. we've got another you know, klr is here i don't know if they took that home anyway we got a lot of bikes not getting done and just to get through real quick jim you had a little setback on the xr350 yeah i broke stuff again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so well that's how yeah, you learn earlier in the day i saw him taking parts out of the side room and then later on in the day i saw him taking parts back into the side room right. i was like well, that's things, what happened well, you know it's been a good experience so we took the the um the uh, xr350 83 Took it all apart, took the cylinder head off, cylinder off, checked the pistons, checked the rings, deglazed the cylinder walls, all that kind of stuff. Put it all back together. I was putting the cylinder back on and torqued all the bolts, was rotating, blah, blah, blah. They all torqued, and the last one just wouldn't stop turning. So anyway, I think I'm just going to take it to a machine shop, have them do it, because I'm good at digging holes, you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to stop digging on this one. 
take it to a machine shop, let them sleeve it maybe, retap uh, it, something like that. Put a in there or something, or time cert. Yeah, well, just go ask them. You know yeah, what I mean? Here, totally. Here's this. Bring them the bolt with you. Exactly. Or, you know, yeah. what do I do? Or if I have to get it, you know, whatever. We'll see where it goes from there. But it kind of sucked because yeah. I was ready to do a good little leak down test, check the compression. You got excited, huh? Yeah, a little <laughs> worked up. But so whatever. Yeah. Part of the process. And then, uh, Nock, you did some oh, I, oil... I, I, don't know. <laughs> I uh, committed an environmental atrocity in yeah, your driveway. Yeah. <laughs> now, the XR has got two drain plugs and the oil filters on its side. And so you got to do this stupid procedure where you drain the main one and then the secondary one. Then you got to kick the rest of the oil out and you plug that back up. Then you do the freaking oil filter. And then you put a quart of oil in there and you kick it a couple of times so it cycles through. Then you start it. And then you put the rest of the oil in there. It's stupid. Sounds like sloppy sex. Yeah. No wonder you've been putting it off. <laughs> yeah, I know. It sucks. But uh, then I did a chain slack adjustment. And I'm so to you're not due for another 10,000 miles. Hypothetically, <laughs> way things go around over here, you know. So it wouldn't be a good day if I didn't play a prank on someone and I got. <laughs> yeah, shit was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was struggling too to figure out what the hell yeah. that was. That was I'm hilarious. glad I was late today. Yeah. Again, it was James. <laughs> yeah. No, oh no, that was Robert. No, yeah, the the the, the SV yeah, one thousand. Liza pulls me in the garage. She's like got this little tiny little Bluetooth speaker in her phone, and she's like, "I'm trying to look up some sounds, and I'm gonna put this on someone's bike and <laughs> and make some sounds." And so I go off and do whatever. Come back like ten minutes later, and they're all kind of huddling around this uh, SV1000. They're looking for like electrical problems. <laughs> oh no! And I found a sound that I was able to put onto loop that was a little. <laughs> 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 Like, oh, God. like something fry, electrical frying. And I just casually walked up and I planted this Bluetooth speaker up like, like on his front end. <laughs> and suddenly, and so people were riding up on their bikes. You couldn't hear. And as soon as all the bikes turned off, he started like doing that. Wait, what? What is that? I'm hearing something. What? And he starts like tuning in. And, and you know, Mike saw me just kind of over in the corner. And he's like, he saw the look on my face. He goes, Liza, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you up to? You are like, up to no good. And, uh, and then I come over and like, what's going on? There's now like four people huddled around the bike trying to tune in. Like, what is that? That sound? doesn't sound good, and, man. Do you have an alarm or something? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Douglas knows what's going on, so he's like, oh man, that sounds like something electrical is frying. You got you got probably it's in the nose area. You got to start looking underneath there. It must be your battery's going to explode. <laughs> yep. Anyway, that's a good little prank if you want. Who's <laughs> getting nowhere with the bike and is utterly frustrated? Just add something to, to their frustration. Just to hemp up the frustration. Lovely. So, um, I wanted to get to the Craigslist porn oh, pick of the week. Great pick, by the way. Shotgun. Yeah. Since and Charlie it. has it. You want to read what I found there? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good. That sounds just like. We've got a 2007 <laughs> KLR 650 parts or project bike for $500. Okay, hand me that sheet. You're fired. Shit, a boss. Shuffle, shuffle. You want me to read it? Here we go. No. Uh, 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 it. Look at the drive lights and nuts. Watch this. <laughs> Selling the KLR. So it's a 2007 KLR 650. Did you all get a 2007 KLR 650 for? That's like new to us. Five hundred dollars. That's like off the showroom floor. <laughs> it is to me, and five hundred bucks. All right, selling the KLR because it a cager almost killed me while he was switching lanes. 
Got three broken ribs, um, halfway paid out by the insurance, blah, blah, blah. Main issues, snipped all control cables, broken start button, broken mirrors, some cosmetic, broken subframe. Whoa. Good news. Motor still runs strong. The doohickey's gone, though, so be advised. How <laughs> does doohickey go away? That's an internal engine. I was born with two. All right. So fork still straight. Fork still straight. Don't seem to be leaking. 17 uh, tooth front sprocket. Blah, blah, blah. Fork brace, tires, chain. Blah, blah, blah. So anyway, it sounds it's a little beat up, but it's 500 bucks. That's not the right seat for it either. Hmm. Look, look at how the seat mates with the tank. It's just not right. Yeah, but is, is that the, could be the subframe. 500 bucks. Yeah. But is the frame straight, though? I mean, it's saying mm. the subframe's cracked, so it took a hit. Good for right. towing chariots, that's for sure. The <laughs> thing is, as soon as he's not in pain, the price goes up. Yep. Worth it for that matter. And what city is this in? Petaluma? Oakland, Oakland. West. Oh, it's in Oakland. Oaktown. Yeah, so this is a local Bay Area. $500 for a bike that I, I think it, any of us here could fix up. Yeah, with not too much in parts. I do that for that motor. Is a great, great deal. So who's gonna go get it? Nope. I can't. I can't. She's got to save up for a Duke. I now have to sell six to buy one because I broke my sell two to buy one rule. <laughs> get buying bikes now. I got to sell six to buy one. <laughs> not it. Well, that's cool though. Five hundred bucks. Yeah. No. Uh, no. What do you mean no? Uh-huh. Because you don't want you don't want a KLR. Because it's KLR. <laughs> that doesn't look like a KLR seat, though. Let me see it again. It, it does not. It does. Oh, spend a thousand like, more dollars and get one that doesn't. That you don't have to anything. re-weld the subframe. Two thousand and seven. <laughs> it's a KLR. It's that, gonna go for like twenty more years. Um, Liza, I really hate to break it to you. That's almost ten years ago. <laughs> almost. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good God. <clears throat> That's back when they made I good know. shit. Now that everybody on good. the podcast is going through age shock right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, just, just wait until you hear them. They have like 2000s night on the radio station. Flashback. <laughs> 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 Considering what a lot of us ride, 2007 is pretty much brand new. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, sure. that's, that's, speaking, speaking. The Blue does have a, a 90s night on Tuesday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of practically brand new. Okay. Dion. Oh. <laughs> what year were you born? Oh. 95. Yeah. <laughs> yes. oh, man. I am no longer the youngest person in the room. Oh, yeah. Achievement nice. unlocked. That was not as painful as I thought it was going to be, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Dion, shall we? Yes. We Hello. So Hi, Dion, Dion is our special guest. Thank Hello. you. Dion, thank you for coming. Thanks for and, the invite. And your dad and sister over in the peanut gallery over there. So uh, you think you're pretty badass, huh? <laughs> um, not I think he proved that. Someone thinks he is. Yeah. I don't know. Liza. Yeah, he proved that the other day. A lot, a lot of people came in after him thinking he I, is. I can tell you that when we, we met Dion at the uh, New Year's Day flat track party, and I'm like... Watch this! I'm gonna bring some ringers, and they're gonna whoop everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and then Liza, and then me. Liza pulls me aside. She's like, "Who's the guy on the blue bike?" Yeah. He's, and then this he's really fast kid, <laughs> this kid whoops everyone. We're like, "What? Who is this kid?" But you can see like guys like Dion coming because they're like super calm. They're mellow. They're all, "Hey, what's up?" No, it's all good. But you look at him and you're like, "No, there's an air of confidence about them." <laughs> and all of a sudden, he's a killer. And you're like, like, uh-oh, he's a killer. Yeah, everybody like Michelle DeSalvo and Cody Webb and and Yuri, every everyone who's really good on a bike comes in and they're like, yeah, no, it's chill, I'm, I'm okay. 
Like they they, they have okay no it. cockiness yeah. whatsoever, and then they go out, and it's like, what do you mean you're okay? You just went sideways. I swear to God, you were on a wall of gravel. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Kat, we're going to talk about that because as soon as they get on the machine, the beast comes out. Oh yeah, they're oh, not, yeah. they're they're normal now. Mm-hmm. They're not normal on mm-hmm. two wheels. That's well, no, why no. they have to normalize. It's, now. it's the other way around. They're they're normal on their bike. They're just pretending to be normal. <laughs> <laughs> they have learned what to say in exactly. polite society. <laughs> so, so this is Dion Campbell, and Dion, you are a racer. Um, what kind of racing are you doing? Um, right now I'm road racing, but I dabble in supermoto and do some dirt bike riding as well. You got no fear, Gene. That's what it is. Bill, do you get that from you? The no fear gene? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, let's just go back a little bit. Um, you used to do BMX, right? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. And you you won a couple titles with that? Uh, I've won a few. I, <laughs> uh, no need to be completely modest on this. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's what, okay. What would you win? Yeah, kick their asses. <laughs> <laughs> I won five world... Uh, I won four national champ, no five national Just championships. Think about all those trophies in your room. Just read those <laughs> off. <laughs> There's too Left many. To They're not in my room. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> they had to do a special trophy room. Yeah. Uh, five world championships, uh, four, uh, six national championships, won basically everything there was in BMX, and I'm in the Hall of Fame for BMX in two categories on. Uh, amount of championships and I was on the team that only um, that's only ever done it uh, won factory championships throughout uh, in back to back so oh wow that's cool. awesome cool. this is a freestyle BMX yeah and this is all oh, without no, a motor no, 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 racing racing oh okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. this and is all without a motor <laughs> wait <laughs> that, that, was, right? <laughs> that was what before the age of 10 yeah that was yes. from 4 to 10 <laughs> wow Oh, wow. Yeah, and so then you got lazy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and said, Dad, I don't want to pedal no more. <laughs> yeah. So what was your first bike you got? Um, well, I've had it for a while. I actually got it when I was two. I had a Z50. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, yeah. You're I, making my son feel like a slacker. <laughs> <laughs> he turned three last week. <laughs> yeah, I actually got my Z50 when I was two uh, on Christmas and I started riding that when I was um, when I was two. I'd like to point out, Jim. We always say what a great dad you are, but you made your kids wait till they were in their teens to get on a bike. Bill, you win Good Dad of the Week award. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go! And um, so, BMX wouldn't be my first racing. It, I actually raced a ch- um, Lodi, okay, uh, flat track on my Z50, and then. After I went BMX uh, 10, I went back to um, my Z50 at Lodi Cycle Bowl. So. And then, um, so you started when you were like 10 or 9 doing the, well, you've been racing all along, but when did you make it to uh, the track, not off of dirt? Um, to a op, road op, bike. A road bike. Uh, a road bike. 14. Okay. 14, yeah. Fourteen, and were there other fourteen-year-olds in in the uh, series, or just you? Um, there was a few fourteen-year-olds in my series. It was the I was on RS125, so um, yeah, it was on the smaller smaller bikes. So there was a lot more kids in my age group. 
So we average between 14 to 16, 17. And you prefer road bike over dirt? Uh, depending on the mood. Yeah. I, I love anything with two wheels. That's I like the spirit. That. Yeah. I like nice. that attitude. Nice. <laughs> All the vamps just they had a big grin because that's one of our mottos. <laughs> two wheels yeah. and a motor. Yep. And so you are you just turned 20, is that right? 21. Tw- you just turned 21. Uh-oh. So you can drop the kid I know. thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I got older too. <laughs> um, so what have you been... Uh, you've been slacking this whole time? Or have you uh, won any more titles? Um, from BMX? Well, well no. From, <laughs> let's, let's get to the motor part. That's the one we like. Uh, just past BMX, I went flat track. Mm-hmm. Um, and overall, you can't, it's a lot of championships, but I got about... Seven to ten uh, flat track championships from 65s, hundreds to 85s. And then I went to Supermoto and Mini Road Race, and I got about seven in those from 85s. I so, rode, so what were you what were you riding in Supermoto? I rode a um, CR85 and, oh, a, nice. and a and a <laughs> and a KTM 65. Um, Big wheel or no? The 85, no, we had 17s on it, okay. so it was all lowered, mm-hmm. all set. Um, but I was pretty good on the 85. I was fifth row of the Pro 250 mains um, on my 85 versus all the pros. So I was racing against Chuck Graves. And oh, wow. Yeah, it, it was nice. big. Chris Fillmore back when he raced Supermoto, and um, I was racing, but... Uh, I had a little controversy with one of them. Uh, he hit me and crashed Ooh, give me. Give us the dirt. Oh, <laughs> so he, he hit me and crashed me in, um, in the second lap. And I got back up. He took off. My bike stalled. And everyone passed me because me and my bike got separated. Um, so I got, got on the bike, started it, took off. I went from like 36th back to 18th. Nice. And yeah, big grid. Yeah, it's, it was huge. So um, finally get back, finish. I was kind of disappointed. And they're like, uh, it was Chris Fillmore. And he came over and he was like, hey, uh, I'd like to apologize. I'm like, Aww. and he's like, I got my, my teams here and I can't have a little kid on 85 just beat me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no, it, it's cool. It, I understand it's racing, and um, yeah, I'll we, see you next week. No, no, we actually that was on Saturday, so I had a race on Sunday. Yeah, and um, and so uh, Sunday came, and we 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 started in the grid like where I was in the originally, and he was just in front of me, so we went into turn one, and uh, let me say I returned the favor. <laughs> And, um, and then I and I came up to him and I apologized. I'm like, sorry about that. I can't be getting, yeah. My dad's here. I can't get, be, get, be getting passed by an old man. Yeah. <laughs> I guess an old fart beat me. Oh, that's that's rad. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. So who's your mechanic? Um, Who, who's doing like your setups and stuff? Well, for the most part, it's mm-hmm. my dad and my godfather, mm-hmm. Sage Wilkinson. Cool. So Bill, yes. you you raced. Yes, I raced. Go ahead and hold that mic up. Oh, there you um, go. I started out in the hills near, um, well, no, Highway 9. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then 
Yeah, had, that's our racetrack. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of my friends kept crashing, so I decided that, you know, I think I'll take it to the track. So I did, and um, I was sponsored by Honda Milpitas. So I'd go in to get parts, and Dion to climb on the 50, and then the owner of Honda Milpitas sat there, and he turned around, and he said, hey, when you can buy your kid a bike? Mm-hmm. And I looked at him, and I said, well... And he goes, come here. And he turned around, and he basically gave me the bike for his cost. Mm, nice. nice. So I said, all right. So I got the bike. I sat it there for Christmas, and all the kids got their presents. And I left a card on the tree that said, Santa left a present out back for you. <laughs> and then Dion went out back and, you know, had a big fit that he got a bike. And Grandma <laughs> stared his um his mom's mother stared at me like I was Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Did she try to melt your face off? <laughs> so, was he born with a gift, or is this something that you just instilled in him? Um, he was about two months old, and he was in the swinger. <laughs> yeah. And I came home, and I just got my—I hate to say it—my videotape <laughs> of uh, the year in review of MotoGP, and he was kind of fussy and. Mom was going to go to the store. I, said, <laughs> I looked at him and I said, I go like this, all right, it's me and you. If I'm going to have to listen to you, you have to listen to racing. So I slapped the tape in and it, you know, it's three and a half hours of what happened in MotoGP. This is yeah. like Clockwork Orange. <laughs> so, so there's good hope for I, my son then because he sits on my lap and yeah. watches Supercross. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I slapped the tape in and, the mo- and it came on. The motorcycle started to go and he stopped. And didn't say a word and move a muscle for three hours. Wow, that's and great. Just stared at wow. I sat there. I said, "Wow, okay, yeah, you are my boy." <laughs> so, um, I used to carry him around the AFM pit like a little football. Everybody, <laughs> everybody remembers him. I mean, ever since he was a little kid, Barb used to find me fifty bucks for riding wheelies through the pits on the, <laughs> with him sitting on my lap and no wheelies in the paddock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you learned that. Didn't you? <laughs> That's awesome. So let's talk about um, twenty fifteen. Was a good year for you? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What'd you achieve in twenty fifteen? Well, uh, last night I was at my AFM banquet and. I received five class championships and the overall uh, points championship at the AFM. Yikes. So, so what? can I just ask cool. you, what the heck were you doing at Bad Matt's Flatback? <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, um, I was invited by Jason Hans. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. uh, he was like, hey, come on out. Come do some flat track. Uh, and I just got my TTR together with the new setup I have, uh, the 17s with uh, rain tires on it. So oh, I was nice. like, "Yeah, he was beating everyone with not knobbies." <laughs> yeah. Just want to point that yeah. out. And I was, and I was like, maybe I could try this out because we put the reins on for it to be to slide more, sure. uh, so as to practice the slide. And I was like, maybe I could try it out. So I, I took it out and. I had, a, I had a lot of fun with everyone. It was it was great. So what what it do you fun. um everybody knows uh, you know racing takes a lot out of you physically as well as mentally. What do you what do you do to prepare your body for that kind of uh uh, like performing at that level, performing and, and keep the stamina. I can tell you, I offered from him being, a cookie, and he said no. Aside from being young, <laughs> aside from being young, um, yeah, actually, um, 
ever since I was really little, my dad's been my personal trainer, and um, we just hit the gym all the time, cycling. He's um, He got a certification in uh, being a personal trainer for cool. sports medicine, so um, just always working out, always always using like hand and eye coordination drills and always like pushing yourself to the next level so you're mentally drained yet still pushing so you like you push yourself even if you're so on the it's bike. not distracting when you're actually on the bike so now next question do, when you are racing or doing what you do out in the dirt or on the street have you ever reached that point where you're like and i can't go any further i should have trained harder uh no no <laughs> it's okay to say no it, it's I've never gotten to that point and I've I've done I've done some hair scrambles and yeah. I went That's grueling. Yeah, it, I've done some hair scrambles and I signed up for multiple classes and I didn't realize that the multiple classes were back to back. So oh. Oh, <laughs> I landed up Surprise ra- <laughs> Yeah, I landed up racing three hours straight once and So you did your own little mini like six hours of Hollister sort of thing. Oh uh, mm-hmm. yeah, actually. Um and I did oh I did Three two-hour um, hair scrambles at um, at Medcalf, and it's kind of back-to-back, so that was a bit... Uh, wow. A lot, yeah. Is that the uh, NCO racing ones, or...? Um, I'm not sure, oh, honestly. Okay. Just curious. <laughs> so, Bill, is he kind of like... Um, you've seen the Travis Pastrana movie where he was Fresno racing Smith? racing professionally, and his dad was saying, no, don't do anything stupid. you got to race tomorrow. And then he goes and tries to like jump over a mountain and crashes and <laughs> breaks his leg. Is is Dion like that? You always got to keep an eye on him because he wants to just do everything. He he likes to get a little bit. He likes to get a little bit. You know, I want to try this. Or mm-hmm. He's just you're like, hey, hey, hey! You can't. You know, we have to answer to sponsors and stuff like that. But usually he's like he's really low key and he's like really mellow. Right, I think that's what it takes to be good. I so so when it when it comes to um, on the track, I love yeah. to do everything, but anything out on like partying and stuff, that's yeah, not for time me. Time and a place, right? Good. Oh uh, yeah, it's peanut gallery. Yeah. So I have a question. So where do you like five, seven, ten years from now, when you're like thirty eight? You're, you know, where do you see yourself? Wait, 10 in ten no, years, no, he's no, not going to be thirty-eight. Whatever. Your math is not very good. <laughs> so how old will he be? Twenty-eight. You so meant thirty-one. Whatever. Well, thirty-one. Um, but like, like you know, like after you, you know, accomplish all the stuff you're accomplishing now, like, what do you see, like, bigger picture down the road? Well, he's he's right. also getting some education. Yeah, it, I'm not. Uh, so, in the motorcycle industry, it's really hard to get noticed and um so i'm trying to make it in the i'm doing my pro debut and um off to the side i am also doing my studies to be a personal trainer i'm going to go to to school for kinesiology and i want to be a rehab specialist oh, rad. and Very smart cool. plan Very yeah. cool. and i'm going to be working in sports medicine so i'll be able to work with athletes rehab them uh train them and I think the great thing that would kind of benefit me is I was there. I was able to race, and um, I know I know like what the body ta- what the body needs to perform at a 
certain level. Yeah. Also, so, you understood stand the drive to race. Yes. I mean, I know like some doctor general practitioners, they're like, oh, okay, okay we'll, we'll patch you up so that never happens again. And then there's the sports medicine folks who are like, we can patch it up this, 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 and you'll be back on the track in two weeks. Exactly. And, yeah. And in the to get a proper rehab is just um, hard to find. We, I got um, a broken and dislocated hip, broke a rib, Oof. and broke my collarbone, and when we came in they're like oh do stretches here and here and okay you're go- you're done and mm. i'm like that doesn't tighten your hip up it right doesn't now. do anything and they're already talking about how it might end my career because my hip could be popping out and mm. it's just uh the rehabs for um athletes is not really high there's not a lot of people out there doing it no that's a great great industry to go into Mm -hmm. is your goal to specifically rehab for professional racers or is it to just do in general athletic rehab um in general uh athletic rehab and just training from cars baseball anything and you know what it takes because you're living it so that's awesome so i don't want to gloss over it you just mentioned for a second (laughs) this is your Pro debut this year. Did y'all, did y'all catch that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was trying to sneak that in. So. <laughs> pro debut. That's cool. so, Nothing in. What are you racing in? Uh, I'm going to be racing Moto America. And um, as we speak now, the plan is to be racing in the 600 Super Sport. No, Super Stock class. Oh. Okay. So I'll be racing a super, uh, 600 Super Stock class at all the rounds except for the first Road America because it kind of conflicts with a race that I'm contracted to be at mm-hmm. uh, for the FM. But um, I'll be racing at every other uh, at all the other rounds. What uh, What's your bike? What are you r- racing at the uh, Motor America? You guys were joking about age, but I got 2010. <laughs> 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 I have a 2010 R6. That's still a relevant bike. Yeah. I mean, that thing is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's newer yeah. than any of my bikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bill? Actually, he'll be missing the first round of Jersey. Oh, he'll be at Road America. Yeah. We've got yeah. the first two rounds, but we'll be missing Jersey, Jersey because he'll also be racing all the AFM rounds okay. for are you, Pirelli. Are you going to be at Laguna Seca? Yes, I will. Yeah, we will be there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Give us a date and time. What's yes. Do you need an umbrella girl? <laughs> Jim wants to volunteer. I'm sure Zach can do it. Jim, I have a bikini you can wear too. We'll match. So, so Dan, what are your goals for 2016 besides winning? Like, do you have any specific time goals, like dropping seconds at a certain racetrack? Um, well, like. Right now, I already have lap record at Thunder Hill. I know, but I want to. I want to <laughs> try to sneak that in one, huh? I, I want to. Um, you want to beat that one? Yeah. I want to reset that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to be into the 47s out cool. there. Uh, also want to reset PIR's lap record again. And um, I, I think my main goal is to come out strong for Moto America because the first round is actually Coda. So I'll be racing um, with all MotoGP, so all the big people are going to be out there. And just to make a good impression, stay strong, and um, put a solid result in. That's cool. Do you want to mention any of your sponsors? Oh, yeah. All of them, actually. (laughs) Oh, right. He's got a list here. Yeah, yeah, hold on, let me... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, from what I understand about the racing and anything, trying to get into a professional, 
whether it be music or acting or it's shameless self-promotion yeah oh yeah so, it, it's all about go ahead selling yeah. yourself it, <laughs> yeah. and it's so hard to find sponsors and to be honest i have to thank all of them because it's it's super difficult to do and <laughs> yeah you, you can let the cat in <laughs> <laughs> um but i have to uh, thank all my sponsors kegwin at the track uh simon he's helped me out so much and jesse uh the instructors or <clears throat> no they're actually the owners oh, okay uh, cool yeah, the owners of uh, jesse cool. and um Jesse and Simon are really great guys. They're super right cool. And Chris and Corey, they run CT Racing uh, mm-hmm. and Pirelli, which is actually based out of Santa Cruz. So yeah. they're close. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, Sage at MTech, he's my godfather, but he works at MTech and he's my, he does my setups cool. and everything. Sorry. Sorry, you yeah, now get the cat get and the, cat the dog. And the dog. Yeah, hopefully um, you're not allergic to cats. No, I'm not. I meant to put her in my lap and she and just then, uh, on. Bear Riders Form, Kyle yep. Racing. Yeah. I, I got the, I got this uh, new Olin's suspension from Kyle Racing. It's, Ooh, nice. nice. Yeah, it's really great. Yeah, I love it. I, I, I had some problems with previous. Um, stuff and i moved to olin's and i was able to drop a second at every track oh wow nice. so yeah it was, it was great <laughs> that's considerable oh yeah definitely i love it and sada racing fast line um agv sports leathers oh they're fantastic leathers i think uh zach road test our yeah. sound man is wearing a full leather tracksuit right now <laughs> not, not not only that but it's also agv yeah. yes, that's what i'm AGV. saying I, it's the swamp suit and zach's been wearing it all i've been wearing it for about long. four hours now it's very it's very comfortable the tracksuit <laughs> deserves comment it really does it is a work of genius a work of fart <laughs> it's not, like 30 years <laughs> not not yet. I haven't I haven't experienced. You haven't that farted yet. in that yet. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't truly made it yours. Let's yet. hope no. it's airproof and it contains all that in there. If you right. fart, you're gonna float up. Dion, I am so sorry. You got it to this level. Back to your sponsors. We've been holding back the last half hour. What do you want? <laughs> uh, to finish off, I'd like to thank Superbike Underground, Arai Helmets, um, Peanut Auto Color. They helped me out with the great great paint scheme this year and um gp frame and wheel they do a lot of making sure your frames are straight your geometry rake and trail on everything and it he helps out so much yeah it's got the copy track in there what are your what are your colors and number um my num my race number is 194 194 that has a little backstory to it but um my race colors, I wanted to go with something a little bit different. I went with a matte blue. Matte blue, okay. Nice. So that's, if for anyone listening, if you're going to their races, go find number 94, matte blue, one, Dion, one, one, 194, Dion Campbell, and go tell him you heard about it, heard about him here. And he'll be Laguna Seca July 8th through the 10th. Yes. So a nice summer day, we'll go down to Laguna Seca, test ride some bikes, right? Oh, uh, yeah, we'll yeah. be there. Cool. Sweet. Um, what is a what is something like a race or a, a trip you haven't done you would like to do someday? Um, well, I've always wanted to do the Baja 1000. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Bill, does he have what it takes? 
Oh, um, yeah. He's yeah. very, very fast in the dirt. <laughs> mm-hmm. are, you, are you thinking, like, as part team, or are you going to Iron Man it? Um, <laughs> he looks at dad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me do that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I would like to do it Iron Man style. Just go for it. And do it all on my own because I know I have the endurance to do it. And I know I can do it. It's just... Um, hey, father-son team. Yeah. Bill, you got skills? <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. Lots go. of skills. Yeah, father-son team sounds good. Mm. Yeah, we actually have some friends down in Baja right now. We're doing you know, little bits of screwing around down there. Yeah, my, so. my, um, my friend was actually down there, but unfortunately he uh, had a bit of a tumble and broke mm. his wrist. So, yeah. Ooh. yeah. Rough. I love that that's one of your goals. That tells me that you are smart with just a side dish of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's better that way instead of the opposite way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so um, I wanted to talk real quick about riding on the road because you don't ride on the road. No. And I know I have a, a lot of racer friends. Once they got into like AFM, they stopped riding on the road. Is it something that you're not really hankering to do or... Um, why, why do you think that is? A lot of people stop riding on the road. Well, it, there's certain roads that you look at that just looks fun to ride, but there's just um, there's just there's just a thing that you can't uh, you can't do on the road that you could do on a track. There's just um, too many too many obstacles that are uncontrollable on the road. That when you get onto a track, it's just not there. You like rocks, puddles, certain things that... Trees. The, yeah, trees, other, fallen branches. Other, other drivers. <laughs> yes, other drivers. <laughs> we know how those those get out there. Yes. It's true. Um, yeah. I, I, true. I remember that just after my track day, like the first week of riding again, it sounded like, oh, oh my gosh, Ooh, manhole cover and uh, <laughs> puddle and... Yeah. Uh, Painted lines. Cars, and now suddenly you realize how many dangers there are out there for me for me too it was when you get on the track so much more energy can be put into writing and Mm. just being a good writer and when you're on the street you have to divert a lot of that energy to being to looking at all of the other things Mm -hmm. and it's like i don't really want to like when i'm writing i want to perform at the very best i can perform and so it gets frustrating writing see that's what i'm wondering that's my that's been my experience He's not a track rat, but um, he stopped commuting on his bike because it was just sucking that so much enjoyment out of it. Yeah. So he only rides on weekends and he's re-found his love of motorcycles. But do you guys think it is because when you're racing, you are on, you are go, you're adrenaline. Whereas a lot of us, we go ride down the coast slowly and it's relaxing. And well, you could you get know. adrenaline. Have you ridden with us? Lately? Or like, I'm wondering though, do you think you could just ride slowly and peacefully down the street? Or are you just like, yeah, I want to go? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, okay, that answers it. <laughs> uh, question answered. Okay, but so. I could ride if I'm by myself. I could ride by myself, and it's fine. But there's um, a lot of people that tend to like to go faster. <laughs> and then when you pass, it just automatically you, kicks on the oh, racer yeah. mentality. You, you can't like, let that happen. Yeah. What are you doing next Wednesday? <laughs> uh, schooling your ass. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> so, Dion, are you ready? <laughs> oh. Depends. What is it? Dion, 
Yes. What is your up the butt bike? Hmm. Now your dad told me you uh, saw some pretty cool bikes. That uh, well, let's just say your dad has an up the butt bike. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's a um, so. With all my racing, I was able to go to the Robert's Ranch actually a few times. Uh, awesome. Hey, don't just skim over it. Robert's oh, Ranch. Can oh. you be more specific? So they call it the Robert's Ranch, but uh, King Kenya Roberts there you go. actually owns the ranch, and Curtis lives out there as well. And Kenny Jr. lives a few blocks away, and Wayne Rainey goes out there all the time. And uh, last time I was hanging out with Wayne, Kenny, Kenny Jr., uh, Curtis. Everyone. I'm sorry. I think you dropped something. Oh, <laughs> All those names. <laughs> <laughs> It was be honest, Leslie. That was, you're, on, that was you're on just the point. <laughs> yep. Okay, yeah. I like to point out everybody look down. Leslie, you're just jealous. <laughs> I am so jealous. Yeah. But being on top of that, um, the reason why I brought them up is because uh, while you're out there, he has a big warehouse. Sure. And, and, and is this like the Raiders of Lost Ark warehouse, just race bikes? Yes, <laughs> race bikes wow. after race bikes. Oh. Um, you see, Kenny, uh, Kenny Roberts. He has um, like the, the Ark of the Covenant can be in there. We would all just miss it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he 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 has um, all the MotoGP bikes that he had the two the the two strokes from um, when he owned the team. He had uh, his special um, custom bikes when um, they had so many things like moldings on um, engines, just you name it, he had it. They had carbon fiber swing. Can you give me a picture in there? I might have yes, some. I, I might have see. some. Give me a picture. Uh, yeah. So, did you see something in there that? I'll be alone in my box. That uh, was maybe special to you? Um, if I could, mm-hmm. I, I would. Um, I would like to get Kenny Jr.'s championship uh, two-stroke MotoGP bike. Oh, that's a good one. The the TZ. And the great thing is, is he has it. um, He has it in the case. He has it in the case, and it has it. All the tires, the tires that he ran on the race when he won the championship, the leathers he won in. All the way down to his underwear that he raised. <laughs> they saved it all. That's right. Wow. Oh, oh, uh, phone and, uh, is being handed to me. I think there's pictures here. So describe in detail your up to butt bike. Like describe <laughs> it in detail. The oh, bike you that's, want. That's the TZ, right? Uh, uh, yes, it is. That's blue and it. Um, Oh, it's, it's, there's it's pictures of beautiful. It's, it's, it's so. I could just look it, at that. But talk about the engine. Talk about the. Oh, it's oh a two-stroke 500. It's just. Right. It, it's nice. unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, but Knox, Knox got a two-stroke 500 too, but oh it's gosh. probably not like that. Oh no, no it it's a. It's a. Knock, you have a two-stroke Whoa. 500? Okay. No, I don't. Well, I wish I did. I go yeah. Bosley. I'm sorry. Same thing. <laughs> Those are beautiful. Oh, stop. There's racing plastics on shelves. Oh, my gosh. Liza would just put glitter on them. <laughs> and and like engines. Dazzle oh. Polka dots. Yeah. Liza, do you need Formally. a moment? I d- okay. <laughs> oh, more pink, I've more sparkles. I've never heard that sound before. Oh, 
that is so pretty. Okay. <laughs> I'm just looking at pictures of his warehouse of bikes. Okay, calm down. <laughs> All right, that was a good one. You know what he don't got, though? You don't got no super duke. I have never I have never seen Liza that worked up at a podcast. That was a good one. I have. It's not pretty. So um, I might as well take that moment to do some emails. I is. Who's got an email they would like to read? I got an email. Go ahead, Bill. Go for it. This email is from Leonard Erlinson. He says, I just found your podcast and was going over some older episodes. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We apologize. Ground quality shock. I listened today to your story about Teddy and his accident. I commute every day on my 97 R 1100 RT, and my wife and I sometimes discuss the possibility of me being in an accident. One thing we can all do to help in that situation is to create a living will or a directive to physicians that describes the extent that you desire treatment. I keep mine on Google Drive, and it can be viewed by anyone. I have a copy in my bike's glove box, and I keep a card in my wallet with the address of the document. The last thing I want is to be a burden to my family or to drive them into bankruptcy trying to bring back the person they once knew. It's a lot of tough choices. It's kind of a deep email, but it's a very important point. That is, and um, a living will is something that you can just uh, you can print out from the internet yeah and it's basically just saying if i am incapable of making a decision this person's going to make my decision right just list it on facebook and some people to like like. it (laughs) or you or you state your decision like if you are declared legally brain dead that they can pull the plug on you or if you are in such a condition that you do want this treatment or not it's basically a directive that tells uh Healthcare personnel and emergency personnel, what you do or do not want done with you when you are not able to answer for yourself. Yeah. For seriousness, yeah. for real though, like uh, I, I, I have a primary and a tertiary secondary up to a tertiary plug puller, but that's are those real me. words? Yes, yes, they are now. Wow. They are now. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's important said. to have if you go do do decide to have the route of a DNR. It's important to have it on file at multiple hospitals, not only with your primary care physicians, but also with the local hospitals. With hospitals, if you plan on going on a long trip, scatter your DNR along the hospitals along the way, because if one question comes up about the validity of a DNR, they will not they will not agree to it and they will refuse to um, abide by it. So I heard uh, Knox scatters his DNA on long. You, know, <laughs> who hasn't? you beat me to that who joke by the <laughs> There's no shame. There's no shame. I, I have one in my Is desk. Is that what that little gimp bedroom was when we stayed in? What? When, remember when what? we stayed in bedroom? on the way to Portland? Sleeping. And we got those that hotel those hotel rooms. They had like the extra bedroom for the gimp. Oh, you? that's right. <laughs> Is that, that's that's your luggage. That, this is a perfect time to tell an inside joke. Yeah. Yeah. What's, your, what's the safe word, knock? <laughs> Lawsuit. <laughs> so I was no. going to say... I always thought I, Nebraska was I have I have a living will that I've had in my desk for years because my mother said, look, I don't want no vegetable for a kid. Sign this. 
yeah. too late. It's, yeah, so. it's important, especially for your family, like to have one. If you, and especially if you're doing something dangerous as riding on the street every day, get your affairs in order. Yeah. So thank you, Leonard. So, that yeah. is a good tip. That's a good point. Oh, another thing, um, if you don't have a lawyer or whatever, uh, there's a website called GetYourShitTogether.com. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> that's what it's called. And it, the, you've got uh, uh, forms for a living will, uh, uh, plug pulling. Uh, that should be my homepage for life. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And just get all yeah, that. It'll just notarize. Yeah. Adrian, you got an email? Uh, yes. On a much lighter note, um, <laughs> this is from Ellen Smith, who's been on the podcast yeah. before. So your show sounds like it. Everyone is having a lot of fun. It's it's lies. Yes. <laughs> it's all we all held a gunpoint right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, we have a prisoner electro, here. We have electrodes taped in unmentionable places. Yep. Sometimes when I have a long trip coming up, my pickup truck, I save two or three podcasts to listen to. Nice. I think there's too much wind noise to try and listen to your safe podcast while riding a motorcycle. <laughs> also, you should probably be riding. But again, I'm one of the ones who listens to music. So. On your podcast, I have to laugh when the subject of the Ninja 250s come up for long trips. <laughs> Remember correctly, Kat is desperately trying to unload her Ninja 250. <laughs> yes. If anyone wants a Ninja 250, please, for the love of God, email me. <laughs> I'm one of those Vetter Streamlined Ninja 250 guys. I've ridden oh. my streamlined Ninja 250 just over 92,000 miles. Sounds wow. like you need a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Alan, though. He does this. Is, this, this is, is Alan. Alan. Oh, it is Alan. It yeah. is. Okay. This engine is basically all original, no rebuilds. I've crossed the country coast to coast five times on my Ninja 250. In 2014, I rode to the East Coast twice in one summer. Oof, wow. Dan, catch us a Ninja 250. Wow. That yes. year, I rode my Ninja 250 over 19,000 miles during the three summer months. Ugh. That's like my commute. Uh, I, I don't know if you've you've seen these, but have you seen these? Um, they're in these giant... They're teardrop-shaped teardrop teardrop aerodynamic shaped, shells. Yeah. Like something you'd it's, see at Bonneville to set a speed record, <laughs> but they're doing it for fuel mileage. And so Alan, I think, yep. has the best now at, what, 183 yeah. miles gallon. per gallon yeah. on his streamlined it's, Ninja 250. Crazy. It's yeah. it's not uh, that uh, how fast speed do the speed limit now it's yeah. well, <laughs> the goal the goal Close-ish. isn't how fast you can go it's what's the best mileage you can get oh, okay. but he's getting yeah. good uh, the speed less fun yeah. you can yeah. have yeah yeah he's not doing like 25 he's I mean, doing actual road speed it's, it's oh, okay. not at all a stock ninja 250 it's yeah. a totally different yeah in fact the bike. next line in the email is i must admit that my ninja 250 <laughs> is not even close to stock <laughs> yes <laughs> i don't worry in some parts of the country where the speed limit is 80 miles per hour. With the right engine mods, sprockets, and some aerodynamic upgrades, just a few, I can cruise 80 to 90 miles per hour all day long in comfort. Yep. Of course, at that wow. speed, my gas mileage can drop down to 105 miles per gallon. What a shame. Yeah, he, uh, he built that thing with a streamliner and a zone catheter, I think. Because <laughs> 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 you're getting in and out of that thing, it's, it's a monster. You're probably going to have to stop yeah. anytime. <laughs> Is it Texas or insert? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. With, all, with all that extra stuff, how much did it add some weight? Did it, how oh, it yeah. handle? It's made out of pizza boxes and real estate signs. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very thin plastic. Yeah, not much. Yeah. Uh, no? Yeah. Wow. Remember, I, I would guess five, six hundred pounds, maybe. Remember when he Total pulled up the, the Dirtbag Challenge? <laughs> yeah. We're at the Dirtbag Challenge down there at, uh, in Hunter's Point. Yeah. All the biker shit going on. 
And here comes the like silver envelope. Alan steps out like a boss. He's like, Yeah, I just did like eighty seven thousand miles. How about you? <laughs> it's like the nerdiest thing just rolled up into the parking lot. Yep. <laughs> but he's got the No, they totally oh, yeah. were. They're it was super cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the planning stages to ride my Ninja two fifty to the East Coast again this summer. Um, just a quick jaunt to the East Coast. Yeah. Um, he's got a question. Uh, when you use the term cruising hard, <laughs> <laughs> I assume that means going fast in the twisties. Or does that mean splitting traffic fast? No, no that's, so, just, that's just so, a Miranda thing. Let me take this thing. Because as Mike's not here tonight, he pulled me aside tonight and he said, Doug, hey, hey Doug. I need you to speak on my behalf. <laughs> and I need I need you to just like spout some spout some from stuff from your mouth that just sounds like me, all right? So, <laughs> so when I say when I say cruising hard, I mean like you see the guys going down a freeway and they're, they're mean mugging you, right? <laughs> mean mugging, I love it. Because they're wearing the skull caps, they're mean mugging you. But no, they're not they're not actually mean mugging you. They're cutting wind. They're cutting the wind. To be more aerodynamic. So hey, forget about it. <laughs> That's riding hard. Um, That's cruising hard. Yeah. That's cruising hard. So, uh, for Alan, for me, cruising hard means riding 600 to 700 miles across places like Texas in one day, oh. and then doing it again the next day. Been there, done that. And that still won't get you out of Texas. <laughs> that is very true. So to ride hard, you got to do six to 700 miles through Texas with a skin lid on. So that's Ooh. how you mean mug hard. Oh, well, I did, out. and I got a beetle in the forehead <laughs> at 80 on the freeway. Oh. And that shit hurt. I bet you were mean mugging like a boss. Oh, <laughs> Shit's scary. I've had like a walnut hit my helmet and I thought somebody shot me. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how June people ride without the front face. Yeah. Did, so. did you get all that? It's yep. because they're drunk most of the times and they can't feel it. Yeah. <laughs> so, he says, keep up the great work. Thanks, Alan. Alan. Alan is the boss. Alan's He's cool, He's man. cool, dude. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of Mike, you got another email there? Hey, maybe. How you doing? <laughs> no, how you doing? How you doing? Uh, this <laughs> you make me do this. Uh, <laughs> this is from Paul. Uh, he Paul. says... Yeah, it was from Paulie. Paulie. <laughs> I'd, love to hear, I'd love to hear what motorcycle-related reading your group would recommend for the winter. Uh, it's called um, The Roads. We read The Roads. It's called by Braille. S- motorcycle Magazines. Just, uh, just got into Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, and it's amazing say. so far. Videos would be great, too. Cool book. Not so much about motorcycling or the, Zen. About halfway through right. was, was awesome. Yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll enjoy the first so half where there's cool motorcycle stuff, and after that, you'll you'll miss it for yeah. a while. It's It'll a cool book. It'll come back at the end, but um, it's a cool book. Yeah, my parents actually got it for me when I first got my first bike. Yeah, so, so I, you, I have a question. Does, has anyone read The Twist of the Wrist? Yes. 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 Any of them? Twist uh, of the Wrist I, by I, Keith Code. There's one and two. Yes, yeah. and The Soft Science of Road Racing. They're really yeah, good. Yeah, I have I The have Soft Science of Road Racing at my house, actually. Yeah, there's also yeah. Real Sport Biking, uh, Gary Janey. Ride Hard, I, Ride Smart. I was actually, I had to ride, I had to read those before I was actually ride, able to ride on the street, so yeah. on the road race bikes. I had to read those. My dad said that. That's the rule. There's also yep. a YouTube video for Twist of the Wrist too. I think. Yeah. Yeah. There's a movie. It's pretty funny. It's cheesy '80s. <laughs> no, that's a different. That's a different one, Doug. No, they, they actually have it's a Twist of the Wrist okay. uh, VHS tape. Yeah. Yeah. Keep, uh, keep reading, Doug. DVD. All right. So, recently, Justin from the Cleveland podcast mentioned Ichiban Moto on YouTube, and I've been loving them. 
Uh, just know that it is satire and watch for the editing, uh, parentheses, where they switch the old chain for the new, in parentheses. Don't actually repair that chain. <laughs> uh, just to preface this next bit. Um, <laughs> oh <boy. clears throat> this is why Liza gave me this this effing email. Um, uh, he, he had, Paul had previously wrote in and said, hey, we should get Mike... Aka mouth, aka Fruit Loop, and 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 Lucas <laughs> uh, duking it out and and talking of and and fighting off each other on because you know uh, you put two smack strong-willed people in the same All place. The and, I'm still not yeah, convinced the they're not the same person. So uh, he says, uh, "P.S. I get it that Doug is afraid to have two gods." Like Fruit Loop and Lucas duking it out in a confined space, God. referring to my previous message about a diss off. But just tell him to put on his big boy pants <laughs> after the naked ride and get to it. Legends are made by taking risks. Now, let me answer this. <laughs> Please do. For one, quote unquote gods, they would actually be sitting in this room with the rest of the gods. And they're not here. Neither am I here. Uh, the other thing is I didn't see your ass at the naked ride. So <laughs> yeah. you got no leg to stand on, buddy. Uh, Paul Kelly from Shohomish, Washington. Shohomish. Shohomish. Shohomish, Washington. PPS. Ever seen titanium spark when grinding? I got some yeah. from work yes. a while back, and I'm Very thinking colorful. of putting it around my boots for when it's dark and dry out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I also thought it would make a damn fine underlayer for chariot races. Hell yes. Oh, oh yeah. Hell chariot yeah. races, no. yes. But unfortunately, we're in California, and <laughs> the place is kind of flammable these days. Not, uh, Not anymore. Uh, mm. Let me over. know when you want some and how much I got it for. Da, 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 I got I'm it thinking for next year's Ooh. Naked Ride, everyone has a little bit of titanium on their boots. That is a show. That yeah. Cool. <laughs> Bunch of sparkly fun. new people. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks for writing in, Paul. Sparks out thanks, there, Paul. Yeah, thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Uh, sparklers. As far as books go, uh, Race Tech uh, Suspension Bible. It's helpful. It's like 25 bucks on Amazon. Mm. It'll cover a lot of the basic concept of suspension, compression rebound, and all that geometry. And It's a pretty good read. Cool. So. cool. Sweet. Now, back to Dion. Oh, let me, oh yeah? Uh, the one I mentioned earlier, Ride Hard, Ride Smart. It's a lot of garble. That's a bumper sticker. No, no, it's, no a it's a book. Title. Okay, that's as much it's a as book, I can and read. And I own it, and I, I you know, it, it's good, but it's so. Um, it's one of those books you have to read one chapter like, uh, at a time. Clinical. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's very clinical. So there's no. Um, yeah, this guy is is kind of a wuss. <laughs> the the author, he's like, I, I can't get scratches, I can't get bruises. So I wrote this book to help you not get scratches and bruises. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's it, he definitely brings up a lot of stuff that I you know I, I read it a few years ago and and. and as a, as a semi newer writer, it brought to light a lot of things that you don't think about on the road, that you should think about. So since we're over now, we're getting ready to wrap up. I first wanted to get a couple things out of Dion. So, what's your best crash story? Uh, are we Any, talking dirt or is your road? Yes. Uh, what do you, <laughs> <laughs> Which one's better? Do you guys want to hear about his uh, most Both. injurious Both. race? Both. Or, about okay. most, most spectacular. broken bones in one crash. Most we, um, we like gnarly. Yeah, we do. Make us cringe. Mm. Okay, Can you do not, that? Not, not as much as like you've been hurt, but like the bike's condition after the crash, because that's <laughs> what we're really concerned yeah. about, right? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, um, actually, the funniest part is uh, anytime I'm the most injured, the bike is like completely fine. Yeah, that's how it works. 
because you're saving it on the way down, exactly. right? Exactly. Throwing yourself under the bike. <laughs> a lot of this is expensive. <laughs> no, not my bike. <laughs> no, not the swing How about it. this? What's your most bonehead crash? Any that you're like, I shouldn't have taken that risk. I shouldn't have done that. Or um. They were all smart sort of, crashes. So sort That's of, a no. Sort of. There's, there's, there's some um, that could have been preventable if yeah. I uh, like looked up ahead a little bit sooner or just like a little bit farther out and I would have been able to see it. But um, <laughs> I think the craziest one I had, I, land, I was at 408 MX and I just got back on the bike, started and training. And what were you riding? Uh, CR125. Okay. Okay. And I was racing with all the pros. I just passed a pro going through this one turn, and I had to take the inside. He took the outside, and my bike's pretty slow, so I could. I came up just a little bit short off this triple. I so there was a jump that you plateau on, so you jump on a tabletop and then you jump off onto a roller. Mm-hmm. And previously, I was jumping from one roller over the table and down the next roller. Jeez. And but you have to carry a lot of momentum. And it's the first practice session, so it's still not muddy, but it's still slick. And I came off the triple. I tapped the back end, so I wasn't gonna jump it. I was just gonna jump on off. Uh, plateau it and can just continue but i came down and just off the base of the jump it kicked sideways and right coming off the top it caught pointed me the opposite way oh man i leaned forward got on the gas to try to get to straighten out it hit the outside of the track which was still dusty so slick it kicked completely sideways, hit tack, threw me up in the air. I threw, uh, flew about 65 feet. Oh. Um, landed with my left knee first. Oof. And then I went from left knee to chest. And I tumbled, landed on my hands and knees. And I didn't move because I know I couldn't move. And uh, my dad came walking over he's like hey are you okay and i'm like <laughs> walking not running walk it off uh, well, you, you didn't run bill no and as soon as he hit the oh, as yeah. soon as he hit the and he's uh. as soon as he hit and he got kicked in the air i knew that this wasn't going to be good because he was yeah. pretty much tapped in fifth gear oh jeez. so 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 the pace was going pretty fast as well but yeah. um when i landed he came over. He's like, "Hey, you okay?" I said, "No, uh, my hips dislocated." He's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, my hips dislocated." So he lifts up my um, he lifts up part of my uh, shirt, and he said, "No, it's fine." And I said, "No, the other side." And I guess it was a big bulge, and I, I had a rollover, and I landed up breaking and dislocating my hip. Mm. So um, I broke a lot of the bone. Ch- There's a lot of chips floating in there. Mm. Um, when I landed on my chest, I broke and uh, broke my broke two ribs, and then I broke my collarbone in two places all at the same time. Oof. And um, but I had my right helmet on, so I didn't have a concussion. I was good. <laughs> cool. I was good. Nice. Oh, you were good conscious. Plug. I was good on the pain, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but how was the bike? 
Bike was completely fine. <laughs> and I, it, oh. didn't, it didn't even rip the grips. It was fine. Wow. It, was, it was good. Well, plus he bruised his lungs. Yeah, and I bruised my lungs. Mm. So they... Uh, I We went to the most painful uh, movements were getting lifted up in the stretcher, putting in the in the ambulance, and then the ride there. Um, yeah. Bumpy. They didn't really, give you morphine? Um, no. Good actually, God. actually, the girl in the... Um, the girl in the ambulance blew my vein out. Oh! So, um, yeah. We got a squirter! <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she blew my vein out, so we went all the way to the hospital. We went in, they put another IV on the other arm, because that one was messed up, and, um, they actually put me, they knocked me out. They had to, because they had to put the hip back in yeah. and get everything lined up, and, um, they found out when they put the hip back in that there was bone chips in my sock in the socket, Ugh. so they couldn't allow, they couldn't leave me there with it. So Jeez. they actually drilled a, uh, a rod through my leg Whoa. and tied 25 pounds in weights off my leg, so it kept it just um, pulling on the socket. Not sublux. That sounds comfortable. Yeah, so they put they put me in traction for a week, trying wow. to figure out um, when we're gonna do some surgery, and um, which I'm kind of glad it, it was a little bit longer than it should have been, but I'm glad it took the time because they were talking about cutting like a long slice, which could have been killed my sciatic nerve and be able to move my foot, and wow. we finally a great specialist came in um, at Kaiser and the or not Kaiser at Valley Med. A great hip specialist came in and they're like, no, we're going to do incisions. We'll put the plate here, then do all this. So now I have a plate in my um, collarbone. Aftermarket parts, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. I, I There's like, your titanium. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But they're not going to be sparking. So. No. <laughs> um, so I got a plate in my hip, plate in my collarbone, and uh, my dad did the rehab on my hip, actually. So. So how much more bionic do you think you'll be in like 10 years? Um, hopefully the hope, same. Yeah, hopefully the same. <laughs> yeah, hopefully yeah, not, right. not much more. He's but. only half machine now. <laughs> Bill, so. how long was the recovery for that? Like, how long did it take? They told him, they told him that this was at the end of September that he would not walk until January. Oof. And we have this. Uh, actually, it's a Chinese herb mm -hmm. that a friend of ours turned us on when he first broke his wrist the first time, and five weeks later. You x-ray him, and it's not even there. So he wow. literally walked into the doctor's office at the end of November, uh, the beginning of November, mm -hmm. wow. and the doctor asked us, please don't ride until December. Mm. So, um, it, but the whole time, I rehabbed him. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, because dion has gone through two broken wrists, uh, broken and dislocated, humerus. Um, he Yikes. broke... He broke um, the, the clavicle in two places. <laughs> and I was watching all these people, and they just hear stretch, stretch. Okay, good, you're good. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, there has to be more than that. So I did all this research on rehab. And I basically, I, I researched it all, and I started doing all of his rehab for him. So I've rehabbed his shoulder. I've rehabbed his, nice. his hip, his back. I've, rehab, I've done all of his rehab. 
So awesome, yeah. great. So that's obviously hope, or I believe the worst you've done to yourself. What's the worst you've done to a bike? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. Um, so it's not just one. <laughs> uh, Crash two bikes at the same time. This, this, no, 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 no. Um, this is gonna uh, make bring up some bad memories. This is gonna bring up some. Oh, okay. So. It, this was all in a weekend's work. Uh, <laughs> no, two weeks' work. Uh, went where we did some testing on the RS125, and we were setting great times, uh, fastest out there. And so we went to the race. Um, we were we did three laps in. I was the fastest, and in practice, uh, on my third lap, I came into turn one at 120, and the bike seized up. Oh! So I crashed yeah, the. Yeah, they do that. I crashed the RS125 going into turn one. Um, which, which track? Thunderhill. 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 Oh, so, turn one's oh, a fast one. It yes. is a fast one. Yes. Oh, jeez. So we could put it into perspective. Yeah. I, I don't break into turn one on yeah. the 125, yeah. so mm-hmm. I came in, down two gears, threw it in, and back on the throttle, and I was doing 55s on the 125, which me and Cameron Bobier are the only ones to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, so I crashed, and... Uh, like destroyed the bike it, it, yeah. it wasn't totaled so the frame was still there the uh the subframe was uh was is bent. this what you call a yard sale yeah, yeah. There, there was things scattered everywhere <laughs> and i felt bad wow. and then we went supermoto riding the weekend after saturday i was riding with the pros and we we're getting ready for the um the championship up in sonoma and where everyone was jumping this plateau and it's a small roller that went small roller to table to another roller and everyone was coming up slow to hit it so i was like forget that i'm gonna (laughs) jump the whole thing and i seat bounce it and i was throwing over three lap uh, three seconds a lap faster than everyone else seat bouncing it but towards the end of the thing uh towards the end of my practice it was getting really hard to make it i'm like what's going on i'm on the bike and picking the throttle up and the it's just pumping i come in i'm like hey dad uh back end's just pumping it's not i'm not getting any feel out of the rear so he pushes on it just bounces up and down i landed up blowing up the rear shock out of that and so we retired that one and so no one we went to um that was on the cr85 no no that was on my crf250 okay and um so we went to troy lee and we're like hey can we get a shock we'll buy it from you and he's like and they're like who are you and we're like uh dion campbell and they're like uh no what do you mean you don't know <laughs> Dion Campbell? <laughs> no, 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 no they're, they're, they're like who am i they're like um next time somebody asks who you are you start with the <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try to think I'll, I'll try to remember that one Dion campbell bitch the one and only <laughs> but um they they're like uh they, they look at their board and they're like no and but when you look right behind the guy they have like five shocks lined up and four uh sets of forks and yeah. we're like they, we, we pointed we're like uh you you seem like you have some you're like yeah but you're um over four seconds a lap faster than our riders and <laughs> how are we gonna yeah, exactly. oh exactly so the politics exactly. yeah so so we're like okay and so what they're saying is they can't win on their skill yes, yes. pretty much basically so <laughs> 
we packed it up, went dirt bike riding the next day. I was, and the speed difference is a lot from sure. dirt to supermoto. Yeah. So when getting on the dirt, I'm just wide open. I'm like, man, this is so slow because I'm <laughs> on a CR125. Everything's seeming a lot slower to me. And I decided to go hit a trail. I'm six gear pan coming through. And I see some quads like way no, out there. No, not the quads. I see some no. quads. I see some quads way out there doing donuts and stuff. And I'm like, I wonder why they're doing it out there. And I'm just pan coming through the trails. And right where trail two and three connect at Medcalf, there's a little speed roller mm-hmm. off to the left. Mm-hmm. And and they see me and they take off. I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. So I come ripping up to the uh, the roller. And right when I'm coming off the roller, I see a like really big boulder right on the top of the jump. What? I land up hitting it with the front tire. The back tire hits it. I flip over the bars, a six gear pin. So I land head first on a rock with the bike on top of me. It flips over. I like, so I pull the bolts. I go into the triple clamps Mm -hmm. up and bent the bolts. Bent the subframe completely sideways, so the back tire was rubbing on the side plastic. I I broke the unbreakable levers, literally broke them off. (laughs) It ripped my glove off. I had a soft spot on my helmet, but uh, again, my right helmet helped me out on that one. Nice. Um, And it it was it was. Tough two weeks. It was definitely yeah. a tough two well, weeks. Well, at least you got the hell out of the way. So this oh. that's is actually news to me. Um, CR125 has six gears. Yeah. Not five. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. You'll find it eventually. Um, <laughs> he, he, he failed to mention that when he went to go ride, I told him, hey, you know, keep it cool on the trails. You <laughs> used to being on the rotary spike and the yeah. supermoto bike. So you're gonna feel like you're going slow. I got this. I'm good. There it is. You did rules, Dad. You did rules. It felt. It felt slow. It felt slow. It felt like I was going normal, and it didn't feel like I was going any faster than. You need to walk backwards for like a couple days before you go. Right <laughs> so, <clears throat> tell me this: when you're out there racing, do, do your sponsors do they cover everything? Oh no, definitely not. Um, so I, I do get some help. Um, from certain sponsors, and I agree, I'm appreciative of them, but um, I do work a full time job to help pay. And right now, I do have a GoFundMe account. Yeah, so that's the thing, especially for somebody who's up and coming. Um, yeah, the sponsors are helping you out, making it possible, making it a little bit easier. But you still, I'm sure your whole family's taking sacrifices. Oh, yes, to make this happen. Um, so, if somebody wants to help support you, how do they do that? Uh, just go to GoFundMe and look up Dion Campbell Racing. You want to spell your name? D E I O N Campbell C A M P B E L L, just like the city in soup. Great, and I'll also put <laughs> I'll put a link to that in our show notes. Yeah, sweet, excellent. So, yeah, if you want to help out uh, a writer, and um, I'll tell you one reason that. I mean, Yes, I think this guy has got a great career ahead of him, and it sounds like he's he's making smart moves. But the other thing too that y'all should know is that he doesn't have a car. No. And you want to know why he doesn't have a car? 
because he spent the money he had to buy his little sister a dirt bike. Oh, oh that's so sweet. Which is what? Uh, is a YZ85. Nice. nice. What a saint. Uh, there we go. Mm. Yeah, so. You're way cooler than I am. I would have just. <laughs> <laughs> what about a bunch of. Uh, you know. He was quick. Pork rinds with him. Here's your beanie, baby. I'm gonna go rub my motorcycle. <laughs> That's a lot of pork rinds. <laughs> yeah. So I. I so there's. Um, we we're borrowing a bike, and they took it and uh, sold it. So she didn't have anything to ride, and she loves riding. And I didn't want to just let her sit there and do nothing. And so I decided to get the money, and I was searching around for um, for some bikes for her, and. I ended up finding a pretty good deal, uh, YZ85 out in LA, and I was like, we can make it a weekend. So we paid for. I paid for the weekend. We went down, bought her a bike. I even took her out to the tra- um, local track so she could try it out and um, and basically enjoy her new bike. And cool. The down in LA, they kind of do it pretty big with all the motocross. So. Um, they they went a little heavy on the port job, and um, <laughs> <laughs> so 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 if you're not a motocrosser, it's a bit uh, intense. Yeah, especially a peaky. yeah. So especially going from like a CRF eighty to a YZ eighty five that's yeah. ported out. It's it, it's a big jump for her. So wow. I ended up um, getting her a cylinder, um, the V Force three reed case, just to smooth the power band out and. Um, yeah. we got we got the new uh, we got this we got the piston with the window in it so it gives a little bit more bottom end as well. That's cool, just nice. just to help her out. And we're gonna keep the cylinder for when she gets used to the bike and she wants a little bit more. So, yeah, nice. so you you rode that you rode that bike when you bought it or before you bought it, right? The the YZ eighty five. Yeah, I I rode it, but I test rode it to make sure everything was fine. How does it compare? In one sentence to your CR85. Oh, much faster. <laughs> much faster. <laughs> so uh, I kept everything, all my stuff stock. So, gotcha. So, Bill, is your daughter the uh, the, the backup plan here? If- <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, she wants to race, but That's you know, complicated. we just want to keep it like low key with sure, her. Sure, totally. And she just loves it. I mean, yeah, she yeah. loves going to the races. She loves going to Supercross. Anything to do with the motorcycle, she loves it. Cool. Awesome to hear. The ex-wife hates it. <laughs> of course. So, <laughs> of course. It literally took two hours of fighting in court. Yeah. Just wow. to get her to ride. Yep. Wow. And so, you know, we do have, we we base, you know, everything they love is motorcycles. Yeah. So. They go to Supercross. They watch Supercross together. They watch all the motorcycle racing together on TV. Rad. And, you know, it's just, you know, what bet, What more could you ask for? Yeah, you're, I, uh, you're a motorcycle family. Yeah, yeah my son's a, 21, hey, and he loves hanging out with us. Cool. And that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what can I ask for? Cherish that. And uh, if somebody wants to follow you on Facebook, it's Dion Campbell Racing at Facebook. Yes. So cool. So I want to thank you all for coming down, um, especially you, Dion. We're definitely going to be following your career, and we're going to be at Laguna Seca too. Yeah, you have to come in and 
take a look at the paddock. Yeah, totally. Come yeah. say hi and everything. We're we're press. We get press badges. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Don't ask how. We, we we make them with magic markers. But yeah. <laughs> Whatever you have There's to do. We're, we're legit. We're legit. What uh-huh. color is it next year? <laughs> what color? Uh, I'll, pass, I'll, yeah. I'll find out for you guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so thank you for coming. And then uh, again, a big uh, thank you to everyone who sends emails. And uh, we keep getting more and more likes on our Facebook page on Recycle, which is awesome. And uh, we're still just having a lot of fun doing this. So I'm glad that people are listening. And um, Do me a favor, Liza. Yeah. Find a Sharpie and something for him to sign right now. So that when he <laughs> makes it big, we have this. We could eBay it. On record. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you sure this recording isn't record enough? Well, no. we won't have the thing yeah, that you can't sell the recording. Uh, dicks. <laughs> yeah. so, and, um, Check it out. Autograph and, dicks. And, and again, uh, if you like what you're listening listening to please go on itunes and leave us a review it helps a lot plus it just makes my head a little bit yes. bigger send us your email yeah. we love reading that stuff <laughs> hey zach can you tell people how to reach us you can find us online at motorcyclesandmisfits.com on facebook at recycle santa cruz send us an email at recycle motorcycle garage at gmail.com and you can call and leave us a voicemail at 831-291-5112. So I think on that note, we're ready to get out of here. Cool. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. This is Eliza. I am Zach. Mm-hmm. Bagel. Adrian. Hello. <laughs> this is Charlie. <laughs> this is Megan. This is Dion. Meow. Douglas. <laughs> John Dalton. Jimmy. <laughs> and again in the peanut gallery, gallery we got Bill and Isabella. Thank you. Thanks, guys. And we are out of here. Cool. 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 cool.